Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everyone. It is yet another day, and we are here on the first times. It is the second episode of the special series hashtag Embracing Equity. In episode one, we explored the whole ecosystem of equity uh, and how it is different from equality. Today, we will try to go one step further and live the reality through the experiences of our guest. Situations when she felt non-exclusive in a discussion or a decision, or on the contrary, she did feel that it was present in the room. How can she tell its existence just by being in the space? How did she deal with situations like these? As how has she deal dealt with them in the past? her learnings, and much more. We couldn't have imagined this episode without our gutsy Deepa Menon. She's the founder head of PVR Nest, the CSR arm of PVR Private Limited. Deepa founded PVR Nest way back in 2006 uh, to address the challenges of today's growing urban India, aligning the initiative of United Nations Sustainable Goals. This was much before uh, when CSR was legislated in the Companies Act 2013. That's the kind of visionary she is. Welcome, Deepa. Hey, Priyanka. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for calling me in this very amazing show of Embracing Equity. Thank you. Awesome. So unlike other episodes, Deepa, this is the one where I get the opportunity to kind of simply cross my legs and listen uh, along with our incredible audience. So let's begin this. My question, probably the only question uh, in this episode is, it has been more than decades of you working in corporate and you have brought up in the home ground India. Circumventing both aspects, when was the first time, personally or professionally, that you witnessed the presence of equity or its lack? And how was this whole situation, the feelings, the vulnerability, and the thoughts it brought to you? Yes, thank you, Priyanka. I think, you know, the uh, the, uh, the, pre the presence of equity or the absence of equity is something which it's much easier for me to narrate better because you know I've kind of gone through a journey of good 18 to 20 years being in social sector and development sector and then in the corporate sector uh, <clears throat> and I think we all face it uh, uh, at different times at different moments but my story I, I believe that I still face it and I, fa I, I still fight this every day. Uh, when I was younger and I was looking for uh, possible professions and job opportunities to follow. I now felt, or at that time I felt, or I didn't know, I wasn't provided with the same guidance and training that others uh, underwent. And that's how I see my peers. I feel that there is a difference. And I did have a vision always in my mind to become a stable and a strong person and a woman for my family. Yet it was a tough journey that I had to pave by myself uh, against the odds. I still believe that every day, every day at work or at uh, the spaces where I operate, I feel hazy and confusing because there is a new obstacle which I need to face every day. There's a new challenge which I need to deal. 
to grow or to be part uh, of the, the sector and its need. <clears throat> in my first few years of working in the sector, I almost felt like I was in a battlefield. I required skilling of clear communication, making friends, networks and connection. I lacked refined outlook was something which was, again, very, very tough for me at that time or even now I feel sometimes. I was too young and lacking self-confidence to voice my concerns. And it was embarrassing that I was probably only one, I would feel, was facing such dead ends and feeling so incompetent while everyone seemed to be living their prime. But now looking back, I do realize that there are many, many good people in my life who have helped me, nurtured me, loved me and helped me to express these intimidating moments. And from these uh, expression, I had started looking at it creatively and started looking at working at it. And I was given the, the confidence that I could actually deal with it, you know, that hand-holding, that mentoring, you know. And I think that every person goes through this point in life where they need a bit more support from their peer, from, from their family member, or from their colleague, or from their managers. <clears throat> I do believe that equity in the simplest word would be a support that is customized for the need of the individual. Very beautifully said, Deepa. Um, would you would you like to shed some light on uh, how did this journey from you trying to find your footing incorporate uh, into the so whole CSR thing happened? Yes, uh, this was this was an amazing experience, and as I mentioned to you, that you know there are good people and there were mentors who you know backed my weak and my challenging and intimidating times. It was nice to see how I was responding to the lack of equity and how I was able to, you know, know that I was dealing with this and how I could actually bring the difference uh, at work. And hence, you know, uh, I mean, there are different moments of my work where I was trying to really learn and understand and take steps in social and development sector until you know, I got the first CSR opportunity way back in 2006 when there was no law, uh, there was no compliance, there was no need to have a CSR team or CSR program. I happened to work with these phenomenal, uh, you know, people, promoters and founders who really wanted to bring a difference by uh, developing CSR initiatives. And that's when I got an opportunity, the freedom uh, to 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 work uh, on lack of uh, equity in in uh, in uh, spaces in the city, and that's how we introduced the first pink center in Delhi, uh, 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 and it's India's first free to use women exclusive sanitation facilities, established by the CSR arm of PVR called PVR Nest, in association with the MCD, which is the Municipal Corporation of Delhi and the National Commission for Protection of Children's Rights, NCPCR. The first ping center took some journey between me to learn CSR and to develop it within the organization and to set it up. 
but the first pink toilet became very very visible to almost everyone in in the in india in 2017 and 2018 when these centers were all operated by women for women with the objective to make accessible safe sanitation equitable for women as well as children and to build resilience against any threat for their safety and health and i am glad that these facilities have become so popular these services have become so popular for the marginalized with respect to their menstrual health with respect to <clears throat> having a clean resting room and it is a beyond toilet facility which would mean that it would have reading rooms and other spaces which probably a women of marginalized may not have access mm -hmm. so today uh this program is a symbol of women's safety and pride in delhi and ncr and it's gained enough recognition especially during covid-19 when this was uh you know almost all the other works in the city was halted but uh pvr ness pink toilets uh you know got a footfall of 3.5 lakh at that time during covid-19 and we were running it um, extremely well with this very phenomenal women who were given the abilities to open these centers uh uh, uh and now uh, because of pink toilets we do have an opportunity to work with the government further on our first public health infrastructure which is called the garima grah which has kind of helped local communities further uh with size and power of more and bigger infrastructure for a better safe center which now reaches out to 10 lakh women using all the services which i mentioned to you wow it's it's beautiful like how you dealt with lack of equity by addressing it out in open deepa instead of just self reflecting which i think most of us do by by not by choice but i think by default um and i believe that the eventual outcome of it was even more beautiful with garima grand pink houses coming uh, you know in foray uh, but i would want to take one step back and just ask you um you were in corporate you you said there were there was lack of equity you weren't given proper guidance obviously there would be a time especially in 2000 2000 2005 when uh, women were not even asked of their opinion right and you have been working since then uh but that's the educated side of the society now that you're working with the grassroots level women uh with you know kind of helping them enabling them providing them facilities do you do do you see uh, that there the lack of equity is there as well or or it's opposite of it they are more empowered than us hmm. how, how do you see that happening hmm uh you know uh, you are absolutely right when it comes to uh, you know um, how we are dealing with the community and what is that they need um and um, uh, you 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 will be quite uh, amazed that community women are uh, um if not empowered uh, they are more resilient than most of us because of the situations and conditions and circumstances they are in um however uh, even though we say all of that um, they are still held uh, under uh, very very unprotected spaces in the city um and that's where you know we feel that uh, you know this whole program um which we were trying to bring um was able to be addressing all of that especially because most of these facilities were managed and designed by men uh and hence obviously the women's perspective 
uh, was missing uh, in uh, in in this infrastructure. Mm -hmm. uh, if if we if if PBR hadn't launched these repurposed centers, then I believe women would have continued to be misrepresented if and with lesser opportunities and may have suffered in their health and wellness, especially during COVID-19, we take the pride that we kept it open uh, and we had these centers running for them. Uh, so the word even sanitary is very lowly regarded project development, if you see, because sanitation per se is not really considered very positive in communities uh, when it right. comes for running them. So I could see a great need of improvement, uh, which probably we could offer. Uh, however, the women at ground were also facing multiple you know, issues related with equity at the ground level, and they required that support, that guidance, that mentorship, which is what you know. I think from our side, we face it at our level, and they face it at their level. And I think this is about that, you know, how do you make this thing come together? And I'm glad that the women at ground and at grassroots could actually then take it forward to another level where they understand that the threat to them uh, is clear and how they are supposed to look into it. So most of these centers now have adequate lighting provisions. So there were no, there were no lighting provisions earlier. There were no, uh, you know, uh, help for uh, a women with disability or a trans person uh, entering these centers. So, you know, there is a lot of awareness and empowerment which probably have happened because these physical infrastructure could, you know, give them the opportunity to. And hence now, you know, we can see that the women are finding themselves more grounded in these centers, in these spaces where they are able to basically find a repurposed center. Interesting. Wow. Uh, this begs the question, Deepa. Now that you have dealt with uh, equity or lack of equity out there and open, this resulted into Garima Grand Pink Houses and the further empowerment of women at a grassroots level. What would have happened, uh, according to you, if you probably would not have reacted, rather responded in the way you did? What would have been then the eventual outcome of the situation? I think that the women would would continue to be misrepresented uh, in the cities with really lesser opportunities, uh, you know, to 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 their health and to their wellness, uh, you know, <clears throat> and uh, you know the whole uh, the whole infrastructure of sanitary is mm -hmm. uh, you know terribly disregarded in the communities, terribly disregarded. In fact, it's not having any kind of a dignity or any objective in the community, especially at the grassroots level. Uh, we have tried to turn that entire thing to a repurposed, uh, you know, thinking where it's now become cool, their uniforms are new, they look, you know, um, literally people who are coming to offices, running these centers, proud and, you know, established, and now understand um, and are aware about city's requirement, communities, citizens, and their requirement with respect to health and infrastructure. I think we have covered that large gap between them as well as um, uh, as the city and its requirement with respect to opening these centers. If we would have not launched them, it would have been a big gap between us and the women with respect to safety and protection. This is actually a face of safety and protection what we've opened. I think the reason why I asked this was because I wanted to allude 
the whole audience to the situation that you didn't wait for anybody else to correct the situation for you you went ahead and did it on your own and uh, i think that's the that's the beauty and the essence of equity it starts with you it ends with you uh, you don't need to wait for somebody coming in a shining armor creating a whole biggest initiative for you you have to just do it by yourself which you very very nicely uh, and very beautifully did deepa i think to from 2016 it has been what more than 20 years now uh, and it's it's a huge huge work uh, put into put into the place now I mean, since it has been more than decade that you have been working in PVR Nest with these grassroots level women and you know empowering them, I'm sure you have also had some kind of learnings from them in from their situations, right? Now, if I if I were to connect the two worlds, you know, uh, the culture at workplace, like within corporate, and the culture in these places, you know, in Garima Grand, within these women, what suggestion would you give? uh to others working in corporate to rectify situation or attitude towards equity around them absolutely i think you know the most important uh, aspect with respect to what i keep learning or what i keep implementing every day is to always build trust in the way you operate the way you work the way you connect or to the way you basically inform people be very open minded always learn and hold on to the people and help them i think building trust is something which is an ongoing journey ongoing vision which i feel uh, has always worked with me when i am working with all the sets of stakeholders be at the corporate level to the board level where the board wants very convincing responses to what they are putting the grant for to the government who really wants that infrastructure is working uh, for them and so is the community that they are benefited out of this programs and projects which we are running so i think that entire ecosystem works on the trust factor i think that's a second learning uh, i would really like to step into be, being strategic uh, we have to always elevate our thinking by reading and knowing about our surroundings and being strategic in our decision making which makes it very mindful and clear of what we are actually attempting for each stakeholder uh, and lastly i think it's very very important to be kind and giving because it's absolutely full and fun, uh, fulfilling um i see so many many mentors so many many people who don't bother but contribute with difference we should respect them we should support them and we should work with them wow lots of actionable items i would say deepa uh, definitely lot of takeaways as well my favorite one is that we don't wait for anybody to bring equity it starts with you and every small step counts and the second which you just said that uh, we need to be very open minded and kind hearted towards uh, the others as well to you kind of embrace the difference in between that is also a way to bring the equity into pick back into the picture i believe uh thank you deepa thank you so much for this rather frank conversation i learned a lot and undoubtedly our audience got a great reference to start building equity around them as i said in the start of this episode we couldn't have imagined it without you and in the end that stands Thank you. Thank you Priyanka once again in involving me in embracing equity. Thank you so much. Thank you everyone.